0: greetings heroes and thank you for answering the summoner's call presented by the gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of fire emblem heroes and the fire emblem franchise i'm your host ryan murphy and joining me as always my co-host eddie how's it going eddie not too bad did you catch that amazing news about fire emblem in the nintendo uh
1: video oh wait that's not for another day Day yeah
0: we're gonna have to wait uh just a couple days as of this recording we usually record on sundays nintendo has an event on tuesday so uh if anything is announced fingers crossed we will talk about it here in the outrealm gate because they will not mention the mobile game but we have a space to talk about that stuff and uh eddie you realize by bringing it up it's now not gonna happen and it'll be all all our fault really when you think about well, it. then we'll just have to do game club next week that's fine. I'm totally having a great time with Three Houses, and we will continue to talk about Three Houses uh, a little bit later on in the show. But uh, we were off last week, so that means we've got a lot of banners to catch up on, some new heroes, uh, a midway point. How is it all already the midway point of Book Five? But here we are in June. You know the midpoint of of the year. Uh, but the banners running right now are the Weekly Revival Banner 15. Bridal Grace, running until the seventeenth of June. New Power until the seventeenth as well. Bridal Belong. Uh, I wonder if that's a I think type that's of...
1: supposed to be belonging.
0: Yeah, I figure it should be. So Bridal Belonging. That's a Special Hero Revival banner going to the seventeenth as well. Bridal Bloom Special Heroes Revival going to the eighteenth. Bridal Blessings Special Hero Revival going to the twentieth. And finally, the new banner, not and More, going into the 29th of June. Eddie, how did your summoning go over the last couple weeks?
1: Uh, well, we got that midpoint event going on with the Daily Skills Banner revivals going on. Um, on one of those, I did end up getting a random Brave Roy four-star boost. Uh, but other than that, um, it's since it's been a couple weeks, I did mention in Discord that on the Ashera Banner... Uh, either on the free ring or one or two rings in, I ended up getting a Claude. Followed a couple rings later by a Share herself, so I had pretty good luck there. Uh, stopped after getting her on that banner, obviously. Uh, on the not banner, I did start early off, uh, with a, a handful of boosted units. Um, I think all of them were boosted, uh, maybe one or two of them were pity breaks, but I did, uh... Looking back, I had gotten a Delthea, an Ares, a Nephany, and a Fallen Celica. Uh, as I was focusing on red and blue, trying to get um, the new Mythic in the Valentian Pala. Uh, on a ring of only reds and greens, I did end up summoning a 4-star Luthier. So, that was nice. Didn't lose my pity rate. Um, you know, I just was going to do that whole ring to try and boost this... Uh, speed of which my Pity Rate grew. Uh, and I didn't manage to get Valentian Paula shortly thereafter. Um, that At that point, I was focusing only on Blues. And, and got nothing uh, before I got to the spark where I grabbed Knot from there. Um, I decided, as I often do, is try and get rid of my Pity Rate. Uh, hunting either for a second Knot or a Zeke. Uh, and ended up getting a Warrior Princess Hinoka. Can't recall if that's the original version or an alt. It's been a while. Uh, Off of a four-star boost before managing to clear out my pity rate finally uh, with a Zeke. So I did get all four from this banner, even though I wasn't really worrying about Luthier. Uh, And Zeke was, uh, you know, if I can get him off of the blues since I'm already summoning on him for not, you know. Um, And then this morning, um, when summoning on the... New weekly revival banner. I got a random surter pop up.
0: Nice, that's really good. You got a good haul there over the last couple weeks. Uh, I, I've heard I've completely forgot about mythic uh Asherah and that uh, yeah, didn't summon on that banner. There was a lot of repeat colorless here. I believe she was colorless, right? She was colorless, and Claude
1: and Corrin were sitting up there with her, so it was a three. You know, mythic or three mythic slash legendary, uh, colorless summoning session, whatever.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't dip back in there, but I did, uh, get sort of, I I had about 200 some odd orbs, and I was like, you know what? Kind of like this new banner that we've got here, so I'm going to try for it. And, uh, the forging bonds tickets have really been pulling me in lately. So just to kind of see what I get and, um, completing out like the colors that i'm looking for so in this case i was looking for not obviously as the mythic hero and uh valent valent valentian uh pala so i got um i ended up getting olivia sky high dancer which was new to me and uh schoolboy dimitri as i was kind of making my way through those might have been on free summons on other banners because we did get some daily banners we didn't i didn't include them in the banner rundown because they change every day um, but I, they might've been from those, uh, some of them might've been from those, but, uh, there are some free banners running, uh, right now that you can get a free summon on. I also, uh, got a faded darkness Morgan, uh, on, the, so on that
1: the male or female fallen Morgan.
0: That is male, the new male fallen Morgan. And I was, I was trying to, th- okay. th- as I was writing it out, I'm like, is there a different, I guess there would be a different title for each of them. Right. But, uh, I don't um, know which is which.
1: Probably, I'm pretty sure it's a different title. Uh, so I'm just probably going to label them as fallen male and fallen female Morgan.
0: Yeah. Um, they, so I this mean, one fallen was the male, male was
1: more likely because I think he matches the colors that you probably would have been summoning on.
0: Yeah, not Impala. He was red. I think she was green. Yeah, she was a flying axe unit, so she was green. Yeah. So. So I ended up uh, I ended up getting then I kind of went back in to be like, okay, I, I might end up sparking this banner to either get not or or uh, Paula, but uh, I ended up getting not on the way and then shortly after I got uh kind eldest sister Paula. So yeah, I'm I mean I could sit here, I could spark it um, as you said just to kind of go through and and finish it out. I think I'm on like 17 of 40 summons. So what I might do is I might just hold off and see what comes next. I mean, we've got special heroes arriving uh, next week, so we'll know who those are. And uh, well, The special
1: heroes don't arrive until after we record next week. Uh, before we record, we do have a new round of hero limited hero banners launching on the 14th, followed by another round of double special heroes on the 15th. The 16th will bring us a new Howl of Forms. And Ike and Julia do get a Bound Hero Battle, along with a banner for it, on the 17th. The Skills banner, uh, the Persistent one, not the Daily ones, switches to Special Heroes with Special Fighter on the 18th. Uh, probably going to get uh, those Special Heroes banner video that day as well, because on the 19th, we're getting the Tempest Trials Plus banner and login bonus uh, to round... Uh, and as well as uh Ponza Loki rounding out the week. So we'll know who they are, but we won't have them yet
0: by yeah. next week. Yeah. So we'll likely talk about them uh next week on the next next episode. Uh unless Nintendo drops like a huge fire emblem bomb and all we have time for is to discuss that. But uh I don't wanna again I mean with with the heroes not in the game yet, we could easily just do a
1: overview of them and discuss Whatever news we may or may not get from
0: on Tuesday, and it's funny I gave you heck for maybe cursing us, and then I'm the one that goes out and says maybe it'll be bigger, you know. So uh, I I take full responsibility for that. Uh, I apologize in advance because
1: because you said that if we get if we get anything in the Nintendo Direct about Fire Emblem, it'll just be for Fire Emblem Heroes. (laughs) That that'll be where we get the Special Heroes banner trailer.
0: Oh, the one That's time all Nintendo we get for
1: Fire Emblem now.
0: Yeah. The one time Nintendo decides, like, you know what, maybe we'll talk about um our mobile projects. They like it's funny, like Nintendo, when you talk about their mobile projects, they really haven't had a new one in a long time. And I think the last one would have been was it Doctor Mario, I think was the last one that they officially had i know pokemon has had a bunch but they're sort of separate right but like didn't they announce like a zelda or did not
1: i don't know yeah i think there's been talks that they're working on a zelda one but they haven't announced what it is or anything
0: yeah i don't know for sure well anyways something like something to, to for down the road maybe to, to talk about but it seems like nintendo has dabbled in mobile and they're probably gonna stay away from it until uh they've got a killer feature but uh speaking of killer features uh the resplendent heroes in the fey pass uh there's a new one coming since crom has launched we have confirmation of the next resplendent hero which is Celica, caring priestess celica's wearing fancy attire from yulsofheimer dang it's been so long since book four i forgot how to pronounce these because i light always elves. pronounce them sorry the light elves yeah, yeah yeah
1: sure sure you forgot how to pronounce the thing you never knew how to pronounce
0: <laughs> Yeah, don't go back and listen uh, to past episodes. I totally, both of us totally pronounced it perfectly. Um, but that is The Realm of Dreams. She'll be available starting from June 25th, right after Chrom. Uh, and if you go to the Faye Pass website, you can get a preview of what her artwork looks like. What her artwork look like looks like. Thank you. And uh, some voice samples if that is your jam. But uh, yeah, next Resplendent Hero has been locked
1: in. Yep, uh, but uh, we did actually get the new banner this week, and it had uh, as last year, uh, you know, a new mythic. Uh, The Mirabilis effect strikes again as the midpoint of the chapter brings another new mythic OC on a normal banner. Uh, Once uh, in one unit uh, gets relegated to quests until the end of the month. This time, Valentia comes roaring in with another white wing getting her Valentian version. An old face with a new outlook, since he can't seem to remember his past in this version. And three new additions to Faye. Uh, Also, some top-notch forging bonds stories, in my opinion. Uh, Speaking of those forging bonds, um, Zeke, I thought was quite an amazing one, where uh, part of it has his past and future versions of himself. Camus and Sirius discussing how much they should reveal uh, and when they realize that he still has he's a version of them who still has amnesia uh, and obviously hasn't gotten to the Sirius version yet since you know that's a version who's already recovered from the amnesia Uh, and it leads to what I thought was a very well done finale as they bring a whole new meaning to fighting with yourself (laughs) Uh, we're in a three way training session of the same person in his other versions Uh, They essentially teach Zeke that, you know, his memories are secondary, but he should follow what his heart tells
0: him. Yeah, so I I thought that was an interesting one where sometimes you have characters interacting with themselves um, dressed as special heroes and you get a little bit of that at the beginning of of Paula's uh, uh, story. Where she's like, oh, pretty much that...
1: all throughout her story, but
0: Yeah, where they're talking about like, oh man, there's no way I dress up as a bunny. It's like,
1: well, Oh, you...
0: well, actually I think she sees it was Katria as a bunny or Yeah, Est one of her sisters. Bunny? I can't remember which. I think it's I think it might be Katria. Yeah. But uh I-, I really like Zeke's because honestly it um it it was it used that character's sort of skipping between games as a way to kinda like what if all the all three of these versions were to meet each other, but but also the fact that this third version, or I guess in this case the middle version of the characters, uh, is arriving late. So the first two, ver- the f- the first and third version of that character have already met up and have had discussions about what's going on. I think it's very funny mm-hmm. that they're using like the timeline of when they brought them into Faye, but also the timeline of where they are from the ga- original games in the content, and it was just. It's kind of a real like again on paper it seems simple, but it's it's for a game that suffers from mobile you know storytelling this is a really cool way to acknowledge the fans, acknowledge the character's history, and have some fun with it and It was really well done. I agree with you there,
1: yeah I mean Tatiana and luthier were two of the weaker ones um I haven't fully finished them either of them, but what I've seen. Uh, luthier was kind of interesting but shows you know how he's extremely thick-headed refuses to accept that you know there's ways to improve magical skills and do magical feats without studying as he's talking with other uh avid studiers and they talk about the how impressive delthea is and he's like oh so you've bought into her you know tricks as well or whatever it's like no no she's actually really skilled She you just don't seem to accept that she can be that way without studying like a maniac. And Tatiana, I don't remember that much of hers because it just wasn't that amazing, in my opinion. Just her meeting a
0: bunch of healers.
1: Yeah, they always her, had one. Her of reaction these. to Brady was fun,
0: you know. Oh, I mean, it's in line with every other new hero approaches. Doesn't know who Brady is. Like, please don't steal my insert valuables oh, yeah. here. Poor Brady. Yeah.
1: But I thought Palos was pretty good as well. Um, you know, Like you said, it started with her seeing one of her... I mean, I don't even know if we actually saw it, but she was reacting to one of her sisters in a bunny costume, and someone else mentions that she's they've seen a version of her in a bunny costume, and then uh, one, the child versions, and the child white Wing trio shows up. And... She has a lot of interactions with them, which was, I thought pretty good, pretty yeah. good and fun.
0: I agree with you there. That was a good one. And they kind of stuck with the young, uh, trio white wing trio f- for, the rest of the forging bonds. And it was like, yep. it, it felt like it was getting a little long in the twos for where I'm at. And if there's more to it, maybe it gets a little more sort of long winded, but I still, I still liked it from a, you know, uh, you've got characters meeting their younger selves, uh, and I think they did that maybe with Om and Celica, if I'm thinking back. It's kind of coming into my mind, but I could be wrong. But I, I, I really lo- like this one. And the group one was
1: actually pretty decent, too, because uh, at least a part of it was Paula, who logically recognized Zeke as Camus, as a former enemy of hers. Uh, but unsure of how much of her knowledge she should reveal goes to a version of Minerva from her future who has met him as serious so that was an interesting little discussion between them
0: Mm -hmm. no it was a really good i think it was a solid forging bond and i think that's maybe what kind of pushed me over the edge to like okay maybe i want to get some of these heroes and add them to my to my roster because like they are coming from games that well shadows of valentia we we recognize but uh i i think i was more more drawn to zeke because of his forging bond because it's like oh I, I think i have his two other versions or at least i think Camus is a is a, a grand hero well, i think it was a ghb yeah yeah so we he all... was
1: always an enemy in the game which most ghbs are former enemies
0: yeah yeah well really strong stuff uh let's talk about the first hero which is paula we've uh the kind eldest sister Ah uh, the eldest sister of the white Wing
1: trio gets her Valentian version on this banner as a red sword flying unit. She wields the lady blade, which grants her a canto 2, which is a guaranteed two spaces of moon after her attack. Uh, follows the same rules to activate as other canto skills, so an attack, a destruction of a you know building or whatever, or uh, assist assist skill used. she gets the canto. Um, and that is unaffected as from her movement before triggering. So it's just two spaces after, no matter what, uh, even if she didn't move at all to before activating it, as uh, well as debuffing her speed by five, but guaranteeing uh, that she gets to attack twice, both on attack and defense. So it's a brave weapon, uh, but a brave weapon that works both attack and defense. Uh, and it also gives her the Dragonstone effect, uh, where it attacks the weaker of the enemy's defense, either their res or defense, whichever is weaker. She also comes with a new Tier 4 Duel skill, uh, for Red Flying units in R-Duel Flying 4. Uh, she has no other new skills, but, uh, does come with Rally Attack Defense Plus and Attack Res Rain 3. And I will note that her, um weapon does not have the same conditions as the Dragonstones, where it has to be at range for it to activate
0: i'll say this about uh her art like it for me it kind of feels like it does have that and i know this is the Valencian version of paula but it feels like it has that look to it as well like i don't know if i'm just crazy here but like the white wing trio like you could you can kind of look at their art and you can say oh that's artwork that's been updated for shadows the shadows of Valencia sort of look and feel um it's just got a different art style and it might even be a different sort of artist that did that game and has done provided for other other versions of fireman games but am i am i off here you also sense that when you look at this version of paula like oh. i wonder if you were to put uh, you know, mystery of the emblem Paula right beside her, and be like, oh yeah, there's a clear difference there.
1: I mean, there's kind of always a difference because you have different artists doing the art, so it could just be this artist's style, you know. That it could is be true. Tefish's style that makes her look like this, as opposed to whoever did the original version. So, for the, for the art of the characters, I never really have giant issues. That's that artist's interpretation
0: of the hmm. character. No, I, th- I think it looks yeah. great. Does look great. Uh, let's talk about Zeke. Past unknown, Zeke is a hero whose bravery and integrity are simply extraordinary. Though his origins were unknown to the Regalian Army, he was quickly made a general for his peerless skill in battle. Zeke is a blue lance cavalry unit wielding holy gradivus. Unit can counterattack regardless of foe's range. Start of combat, if unit's HP is greater than or equal to 25%, unit makes a guaranteed follow-up attack. He has a new skill in the C slot called Defense/Resistance Menace, where at start of turn, if unit is within four spaces of a foe, inflicts Defense/Resistance plus, or -6 on closest foes through their next actions, and grants Defense/Resistance +6 to unit for one turn. Rounding at his kit is bonfire as a special attack slash defense catch 4 in the A slot and lull attack slash defense 3 in the B slot. And I know we talked about this earlier. I had a note in here. Are we talking spoilers? But yes, like this, we've already kind of touched on it. Uh, Zeke is a, a a character that transcends multiple games. Uh, c- kind of actually similar to, as you already mentioned, uh, the White Wing Trio, um, where he is from He's from Mystery and New Mystery, right? Because he comes back.
1: Yep. He starts in Mystery as an enemy. He never get to. um, He never joins you. He's the. um, He kind of has become an archetype of his own, of the loyal soldier who, even though his lord or leader is doing horrible things, refuses to, you know, break his honor and turn against them. Uh, so you end up having to kill them. Uh, you know, as Camus, he shows up in Valentia as Zeke, where, once again, he is loyal to the enemy enemies, except this time, um, Rudolph, recognizing the type of man that he is, gave him special instructions, where if you were ever to meet someone with the brand that Alm has on his hand... He was to follow that person at that point. So it allows you to get him on your side. And then in New Mystery, he returns having recovered his memories because he does not have his memories as is indicated here. Uh, He has recovered his memories by New Mystery and returns as a masked uh, hero, possibly borrowing Conrad's mask, looking at it in the game. Uh, It's definitely similar and returns to arcania as sirius mysterious knight who has shown up to help indeed i I don't know the details of him as sirius because we don't have new mystery here in the west
0: not yet and i mean not not yet not yet i'm not trying to
1: True, i'm sure there's a translation out there if you really want to look into those details
0: yeah i was just summoning the e3 gods who are listening to this right now and uh anyways we don't we don't yes but i'd rather summon the e3 gods for a holy war remake <laughs> over a oh, mystery
1: okay. remake.
0: yeah no that that sounds pretty good but uh yeah it is what it is we'll keep poking fun at e3 nintendo always goes last why do they do this to us uh anyways so let's They like messing with you i don't know they do they really do um let's let's focus on these heroes though because we've we got a f- We actually, it's funny when you mention it, when I kind of look at this, and I I made this mistake pre-show, we have six heroes to talk about tonight. Uh, Almost one fell off the cutting room floor because I'm so used to doing five, but uh, let's keep on Uh, rolling. As as
1: Discord proved, he can actually be someone's favorite, but he was someone who I would have been fine leaving on the cutting room floor, personally, (laughs) but... uh, like I said, everyone has their own preferences, and Discord showed us that there are people who actually do like the GHB unit. Uh, but before we get there, we do have uh, Luthier, the Odd Wayfarer. The ultra-serious brother to Delthea finally makes his way to Faye as the four-star unit on this banner, and one of two units that will be in the three- to four-star pool in the future from this group. As a green infantry tome unit, he wields the Ground Fox Plus, which debuffs his foe by... Uh, negative four to the main combat stats: attack, defense, speed, resistance. Uh, during combat, when he initiates the combat, he has no new skills, but does come with Glimmer, Tier Three Swift Sparrow, and Guard. Yeah. So I'll admit, as I mentioned in Discord, I forgot who this guy was when <laughs> he first showed up on the banner.
0: I forgot I had to too. Look
1: it up on serene's forest and realize oh yeah delthea's brother who sat in the barracks after i picked him up
0: and he's kind of super annoying as well right because he's constantly like oh my sister blah you know as
1: as shown in the uh in the forging mons he is quite a stick in the mud
0: <laughs> and he's not he's like he's what he I, I like the reason he's a in stick in the mud is that he he knows his sister is better at magic than him he's fine with that He just hates that she kind of like is aloof and does has no interest in like properly training. And, uh, well,
1: yeah, yeah. like I said in the forging bonds, he seems to think the only way to you know utilize your skills and gain power and grow is through studying, which might actually be why Dalthea is so much better than him because she acknowledges and is more able to improvise and you know not just sit there and study all day
0: yeah delthea is the better the better character i think um okay let's let's tuck in and prepare for this wall of text because we have a surprise mythic hero and yes technically last year we did have a new mythic hero uh midway technically
1: not a surprise when dagger came out as mythic hero was only a matter of time before this one came out i just that she came out as a normal banner hero like this, as Mirabilis did, is the surprise part.
0: Yeah. So we have Not Moon's elegance. Not is the firstborn princess of Jotunheimer, kingdom of the Jotnar. She's practically overflowing with regal elegance. not is the twin sister of Dagger, uh, the second princess. Long ago, they were the best of friends, but they've since had a major falling out over the succession to the Jotunheimer throne. Not as a blue lance infantry unit wielding rimfaxi. I'm going to guess that H is silent. Did I read that right? Yeah. Uh, grants speed plus Your three. Your guess is
1: as good as mine.
0: That was my guess. <laughs> 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 when in doubt, make one of the letters silent. Um, grants uh, th- This weapon grants speed plus three. At start of combat, if units HP is greater than or equal to 25%, grants attack slash speed, slash defense, slash resistance, plus five, and bonus to attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance during combat equal to the current bonus on each of the unit's stats for one turn. So for example, if unit has plus 7 bonus to attack, grants attack plus 12 for a net bonus of attack plus 19, calculates each stat bonus independently, also has the effect of Pathfinder. When an ally moves through unit space, that space is counted as zero spaces moved instead of one space, Unit space can be freely added to allies' normal movement. Applies only to allies with movement types that allow movement through unit spaces. She has two new skills, the first being in the B slot, called Moon Twin Wing. At start of combat, if unit's HP is greater than or equal to 25%, inflicts attack slash speed minus 5 on foe during combat. And also, if unit speed is greater than foe's speed, reduces damage from attacks during combat and from area of effect specials but that is excluding rocker area of effect specials. And that's by a percentage equal to the difference between stats times four to a max of 40%. Her second skill is in the C slot called attack slash speed menace. Start of turn if unit is within four spaces of a foe, inflicts attack slash speed minus six on closest foes through their next actions and grants attack slash speed plus six to unit for one turn. Rounding out her kit is dragon fang as a special and distant counter in the A slot did it with with uh, with, yeah with minor issues so (laughs) quite quite the kit there Yep.
1: so dagger not fitting with their you know theming based off of the Norse mythology of the day and the night you know have I I guess they're birds in the world of fey but they're horses in um, Norse mythology of skinfaxi and rimfaxi oh wow you did
0: homework uh, I,
1: that's really cool. I, I was pretty sure I recognized them as being connected, her weapon and Dagger's weapon, and looked it up, and not only are they connected, they're connected to Dagger and Knot, which are the names of day and night in Norse mythology. So
0: uh, n- n- Dagger
1: I'm- rides a chariot pulled by Skinfaxi, and Knot rides a chariot pulled by Hrimfaxi.
0: So I'm curious, is this is this something you knew like from another game, or something you looked up before the show, like... Um,
1: Um, it's something that probably from another game I had heard mentioned or that or a show I had watched at some point, uh, easily could have been, you know, it being Norse could have been some mentioned in, uh, Valhalla or, you know, in, um, what's your call it? God of War. Mm -hmm. Since the most recent one was set in Norse mythology in the North, you know, the Viking areas. Yeah. So it was something that was like in the skinfaxy and rimfaxy were in the back of my mind, and also just phase always had a strong Norse mythology bent, you know, with Jotunheimer and all that. I was gonna say I looked it up because I'm like this niggle's the back of my head, so I silently pulled up Wikipedia and looked
0: it up. Yeah, that sounds great. So. I was gonna say um, I know they're twins, right? So uh, in in game not and. It- and dagger and it's like when i saw her on the banner or or even better when after i had summoned her and i was looking through my uh my heroes catalog i'm like why do i have two of these because <laughs> it's very hard to tell from their artwork especially their their portrait artwork uh that they're different heroes um i know if you put them side yeah, by well, side one's wielding
1: a uh, lance and one's wielding an axe isn't it so
0: uh yeah but again like in, in the heroes catalog, you just have sort of their face, right? And I'm... I guess, yeah, if you're
1: looking at the actual character catalog, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. But, anyways, I just had to. Th- but but again, they're twins. So, again, we shouldn't really be surprised by that. Uh, but it is no. cool that we have both the uh, mythic, you know, bird wielding uh, characters. I'm, I'm glad we have both Knot and uh, Dagger in there.
1: While well, we're talking about Knot and Dagger and the original characters, um, it's been a couple of days since I watched it, so I don't remember the big details. We did also get a special midpoint video uh showing I tree being nice and evil and all the
0: stuff and some so- more stuff for what's coming, so I didn't watch it. I forgot to I saw it pop up and uh this book isn't really. I doing watched it, for it me. once,
1: I haven't watched it again. Haven't watched it again, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't remember a lot of details about it, but we did get that video. It's not that we're trying to avoid it, we just don't have a lot to say about it either because we haven't watched it or it didn't make a giant impression on
0: us. Yeah. I've really but. fallen off the story with this game um, unless it's... Uh, yeah. I'll,
1: I'll admit I'm probably a couple chapters back in the story as well. Yeah. So. But not is here and she will be returning as is typical for Mythics released outside of the Usual end of month banner at the end of the month here in June, uh, and since we weren't around last week to give you the returns from the Ashera banner, uh, let's go and give those now uh, before we get to the actual Ashera banner units. Uh, Regin or Regan got moved from August to July, and Lilina got moved out of July and into August, so they swapped places there. Uh, but joining Lilina in August, Ashera will be returning then. In September, Claude and Ellie Wood will be coming back. October, Roy and Triandra will be making their returns. November, Quarren comes back. December has Freya returning. Uh, January of 2022, we get the return of Peony. And finally, uh, pushing the calendar out even further in March of 2022, Azura makes her next return.
0: Wow. 2022. We're already talking about it. Uh Great. Azura has 10 months to wait till she gets to come back That's fine Feels like she's like probably due to like Hit the legendary Redux I think or... Azura
1: is the Third um, Third mythic Release since the After removing the initial two Okay I was looking at it So she won't be in the next round of Characters going to the remix banners But probably the round after that all right. Unless they do three from each one, and then she will vanish from March, or March is when the actual next her first remix banner will be. Won't know until we get there. But before we get there, we do have a couple more heroes from this uh, grouping. Uh, this one was not actually on the banners, but we did get Tatiana, the devoted saint, a young healer from Rigel. She stumbled upon a badly injured man who had washed up on the beach and nursed him back to health. That man turned out to. Be Zeke, and over time she fell deeply in love with him and worries that uh, due to his amnesia he has some forgotten love in his past. Uh, despite that, her love for him is so strong that she desperately wants to help him remember his past, even if that ends up meaning they can no longer be together. She finally does come to Heroes as a five star via a set of special quests for the Book Five Midpoint stuff. Later, as a and later she'll be joining the three to four star pool, starting in the legendary banner at the end of the month. She as a uh, she joins as a blue infantry tome unit. She wields Blar Rabbit, which during her first combat in player and enemy phase, uh, gives her attack resistance plus five and heals her for seven hit points after combat. She has no new skills, but does have Ardent Sacrifice, Swift Stance,
0: and Attack Opening. Sweet, and you can get her uh, five star version. Uh, as you said, through those special quests. I only got her once, but you can get her twice? Is that correct? Uh, Yeah, those uh, special quests seem to be like
1: the Colosseum quests tend to be, where they have levels. Once you complete all of the first round of quests, the second round should show up, and then a third round. And I'm guessing there's a second version of her in the later rounds. The higher difficulty sets of quests. Mm -hmm. That's my guess. I'll admit I haven't done it yet. I need to go in and do those
0: before they vanish. I did get her... I I got her first version, and uh, I have not dived further. Um, And speaking of, you know, homework required to get some of these heroes, our final hero tonight is Vernand, traitorous knight. Vernand is a knight from Zofia who comes from a prestigious noble family. He cares a great deal about lineage and status. However, when to to say the, the Zofian chancellor siege control in a coup the knights were disbanded in response fernand together with his friends clive and claire formed the deliverance to save zofia from his time of strife fernand is a lance cavalry unit wielding instant lance plus where if unit initiates combat grants attack slash defense plus four during combat and foe cannot make a follow-up attack no new skills as this is the grand Hero battle unit but his kit is complete with blazing thunder as a special swordbreaker three in the b slot and threat attack slash defense to in the C slot. Uh I, I th- now, Fernand is
1: also uh jealous of Alm and joins up with Birkut after Alm appears. True. Uh because yeah, he starts with joining the deliverance, but he gets his traitorous knight epithet from the <laughs> fact that being jealous of Alm he ends up betraying them to join Birkut.
0: Yeah. You you actually read my mind because I was about to say uh I actually pulled the text for everything but his namesake. But you you filled it in, which is perfect. Yeah, essentially, he, uh, he there's a reason he's called the traitorous knight. It's like, I don't know, Ryan, based on what you said, he sounds pretty okay, right? Um, yep. But no, yeah, he's bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, he just seems all as a peasant. And, you know, I just believe they're
0: giving him such respect and all. I was trying to remember him from the game. And he's a big part of the game because there is that that big, you know, switch from the deliverance mm-hmm. over. Um, well, I think he stays around all the way through the end. Maybe
1: maybe he gets killed by Burkut when Burkut loses it or runs off
0: at that point. I don't remember. But yeah, we did it for a game through most of the game. Yep. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that is uh, those are the heroes that were added to the game over the last week. Uh, as we teased when we come back next week. Well, we should know the details of the first batch of Summer Heroes, so we'll talk about those. But uh, that's going to do it for Fire Emblem Heroes. Let's move into the Outrealm Gate and talk a little bit about Three Houses because we are smack dab in the middle of Verdant Wind, the Clawed Route, part two of Three Houses. And Eddie's got a breakdown for Chapter 15, The Valley of Torment.
1: Yes, uh, this map, during the um, uh, little housekeeping sort of out of the way, during the roaming area, you can unlock Anna's secret shop, a bunch of one-time purchase uh, stat boosts and uh, hold items, as well as unlimited access to Master Seals if you want them. Uh, At the end of the month, we find out that the soldier that was seen listening in went and reported to someone somewhere in the Empire, whether directly to the Fargus Dukedom or to the Empire who then contacted the dukedom, We aren't really told. And in response they sent House Row and an army with him to ambush you in LL. Uh, the Lord of House Row seems more interested in finding someone worthy of defeating him. And does not expect your group to be able to manage it. Uh, and among his soldiers is Ash. Uh, who I don't know if you had to recruit him in the first half or not. But if you defeat him with Byleth you can choose to recruit him again if, if you did recruit him. Uh, definitely if you recruited him in the first half of the game, but I don't know if you get the option if you did not recruit him before. Uh, after a few turns, Judith appears with a couple soldiers, and Lord Rose starts rushing towards her. I, uh, he, For me, he started moving towards me and my characters, and then Judith showed up. So I don't know if it's, you know, he sees her more worthy, so he ignores you all of a sudden, or if he, you know... Would even if he, you don't trigger him he would start running towards her uh, with the reinforcement Claude uh, you do eventually defeat him um, and if you lose Judith before you get to him then you will have to restart at that point or rewind but with the reinforcements Claude plans to start the rebellion in earnest first by trying to bring unity to the alliance with a plan that he has so that there is less strain from that side
0: right and uh you you mentioned uh the secret shop so i want to talk a little bit about that because i didn't uh i didn't notice it where does she set up the secret shop maybe i just wasn't looking close enough uh essentially um you should have gotten a quest maybe
1: it was chapter 16 because i've already done the Romeo chapter 16 but i thought that was for the um dark merchant or whatever but you should have had a quest for her uh to Hmm. look for an item for her or maybe the little kid asked for an item from her, Of hers uh, Once you bring it to her she'll open up the shop Right next to the other two uh, uh, Side merchants you picked up
0: You know what I probably and from um, that on
1: That's where you'll be able to
0: find her I probably did the quest But I didn't explore again Or if I did I kind okay, can...
1: yeah. it's, of It's a little different now that she's actually A playable unit Because before it would just be You walk up to her and it's a secret shop but now you have to talk to her. You get the list of all her normal stuff that you can do with all your units that are playable. And then at the bottom, there is the secret shop, secret shop option.
0: Okay. Well, I will have to so. dig into that for next week uh, to check that out because uh, I, did, I didn't know. Um, the other thing I was going to touch on was the fact that you recruit Ash. Uh, he, and I had recruited him uh, in part one, but he wasn't around. So um, I, I, I battled him with, I figured I had to battle him with Byleth. I didn't battle him with anyone else. I didn't bother. Uh, but you do get the, as you said, chance to spare him. Um, thinking back to my first playthrough of Three Houses, which was Black Eagles, I didn't recruit anybody extra outside of the, the, the very easy one. I was playing as female Byleth, and Sylvain will basically say, yes. I'm, I'm in let's let's i'm switching to your house so he was the only person i recruited in my first playthrough so i didn't have lysithia i might have had like some um i can't even remember if i had any like sort of build up of support but essentially uh you i i attacked her with edelgard and because i was like oh man i, I at that point i really i didn't realize oh i'm gonna have to kill all the all the students from part one that i didn't recruit um, so I, I fought her with Edelgard and I did get the chance to recruit her. Um, I think okay. I might've Googled it because I was like, I can't believe I got to kill all these, these students. This is going to be a dour part two, but, uh, yeah. So I didn't have her recruited in part one was essentially what I was saying. And I was able to, to bring her over, but I had to kill everybody else, uh, throughout the rest of part two, which was very sad. So, um, yeah, just to, just to kind of address the ash in the room so did you you got ash i got ash uh he's on the good side now um but i think there's gonna be a few more characters we're gonna have to kill i think well definitely hubert and edelgard but I'm trying to think if there's any others on their side
1: i mean i recruited everyone so i don't you know all i have to worry about is uh hubert dimitri to do and edelgard yeah and no clue if Didou even bothers showing up, or if he's already dead, or actually dead.
0: Yeah, because they yeah. continue to double down on the fact that Dimitri, like every time he's brought up, he's like, "No, he's dead. Ah, oh, maybe he's captured. I'm Pretty sure he's dead." So they're pretty cl- they're pretty clear on everyone's understanding, and and really, it'd be hard um, to tell if Dimitri would be against you, considering that he he's very much against Edelgard, and he would be in favor of what we're trying to do, which is yeah. Stop the empire. How
1: spoilery do you want me to go? Even though I'm not a hundred percent certain of the potential spoiler.
0: If we're talking our current playthrough, I think we should probably keep it in, in step with, uh, with the chapters we're talking about. But I mean, if, if you've got theories based on no prior Googling or playthroughs, I think we can talk about them.
1: In the other two routes, there's a rematch of the, battle of the three houses thing mm-hmm. and i think there's one in this version too but i'm not 100 certain. but for it to be a proper rematch all three house lords have to be there so i think dimitri's probably alive and will show up when we fight at the place that we fought before but yeah. i forget the name of the you know the battle of the eagle and lion a rematch of that sort of thing yeah and the other two ver- other two routes I've
0: played, so okay. Well, then maybe he will pop back. I mean, the way they keep saying he's presumed dead, or we're pretty sure he's dead. The way
1: or, they keep saying, it, I'm almost certain he's
0: alive. E- but. Exactly, I agree a hundred percent. But yeah, it was a fun chapter. Uh, it was it was a I, I kind of dipped into chapter sixteen just a little bit just to get the continuation of the story, um, the fact that uh, Judith. Joins joins your crew and is ba- I don't think you get to control her though. You're a bit further than I. Like, does no. she become okay? So she's not a playable. If, if character. you
1: get to control her, it's not yet. Oh, okay. She's not playable for me yet. Um, I once again, I don't know for sure. Uh, other than the added character of the Death Knight on the Crimson Flowers route, I think the only route that gets a new a bonus character is uh, Blue Lions. And that Gilbert joins you as a playable character in Blue Lions.
0: Ah, okay. Well, I I, I also kind of figured like it's mildly annoying because Gilbert is the only way to get Annette's uh, special weapon. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, I was gonna say that I I figure if Judith is like, like Judith clearly joins you, she's a fighting unit. Um, it's kind of interesting. Like maybe my thought goes to well maybe they're gonna kill her off (laughs) in an upcoming chapter. Yeah, there's there's a
1: good chance story chapter is story death is not far in her future. So nope, don't make her playable.
0: Yeah, oh, I guess we'll see. Um, We did we did kind of allude to it, but uh, next week we're gonna like it really depends on what Nintendo does at the at the at their Nintendo Direct on Tuesday for E three if we get a good chunk of solid fire emblem news that we can dig into we will do a deep dive on that instead of a game club um but we will be prepared no matter what so uh either next week we'll do chapter 16 or the uh the week after depending on what nintendo drops and there's been no legit rumors slash hints as to whether Fire Emblem will be present but like we're kind of either this year or next year do up for some sort of fire emblem news drop and three houses did like so well for them that like th- this is where they talk about fire emblem now is at their big show at e3 i don't think i don't think fire emblem returns I'm to the february pretty
1: sure echoes before it did pretty well as well but not as good as three houses i think echoes did fairly well as well so you know it wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if they drop an echoes you know a new echoes type game
0: and uh direct but
1: we won't know until they do or don't
0: yeah we can sit here and speculate but at the end of the day we'll know for sure on tuesday so look forward to that and the best place to uh to watch and and talk along as the direct is playing is on our discord you can either go to the fire emblem channel in the gamers in discord at bit.ly slash tgi discord or the general chat was just buzzing today with microsoft and uh square enix's press conference i actually didn't get a chance to watch the press conferences i was just watching chat kind of just react so uh i was i was all over the place today in terms of trying to uh do life stuff and you guys kind of kept me uh kept me in the know so i really appreciate that uh if you want more episodes of summoner's call you can go to the website gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. email your thoughts fay at gamersinpodcast.com You can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at DrowFear, and don't forget to follow at TheGamersIn for show updates. Be sure to check out Serenesforest.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning.